It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and Gary Ross. Hey, good morning. Welcome. Welcome to Wednesday, middle of the week. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Wednesday morning. We're uh, we're going to talk sports live and local just the way you like it for the next couple of hours. We'll have the sports conversation, your first word in local sports scores and stories as we get you ready for work or school this morning. Ward, how are you? Outstanding. Garrett? I'm good. Anybody uh, have any uh, bumpy weather last night? Yeah, it was a little rough there for a bit. Uh, we had a little hell at our house. Yeah, I did too. You, you were up here. I was up here. Yeah. You, so you don't know. Now It looked rough out the window. And, and we took a lightning strike up here, didn't we? Yeah, so getting ready for to see if Baylor softball, they hadn't decided to cancel yet. And then uh, we were sitting there waiting, and lightning struck. And, of course, the board lights up. Everything goes black. And I was like, oh. This is fantastic. Yeah, here we go. But, yeah, we were able to get it back. So, uh, softball did cancel, obviously. Uh, baseball played last night, got beat by Texas State uh, 11-4. to We'll talk about that a little later on in the program. Uh, let's see. What, Rangers lose again? And, and, and Ward, I don't want to press that panic button yet. I mean, I, I've still got these high aspirations of 82 wins. <laughs> Good luck. Or 81 wins. Actually, I'd like 82 to be over 500. Wouldn't that be cool if they could get to 82 wins? Okay. You don't need a miracle. It's not how you start, fellas. It's how you finish. I don't know because they, they're starting the way they finished last year. That wasn't, you know, too promising. It's, I mean, you, you know, and look, Ward, you know this. You don't want to peak too early. <laughs> Yeah, I guess worry about that. <laughs> hey, look, I, I, I'm I'm in scramble. I'm in scramble mode already. But. See, y'all need. This is why y'all need to come over to the stars, man. You, you're winning. You're having some fun. You're, you're enjoying it. You're just you're a front runner. Admit it. What do you mean a front runner? If they were a horrible team, I couldn't care less. I've I've watched every team in the NHL this year. I don't care. All right. He's a hockey fan. He's a hockey. He's a hockey fan. I'm just saying, y'all want to y'all want to root for a winning team in Texas? Come on over. What about those Mavericks? Eh, they're there too. Huh. All right. What about those Cowboys? <laughs> they're winners, are they? Won the NFC East <laughs> last are year. They? I mean, th- they're winners when it comes to like PA and always getting talked about, but that's about it. The product on the field isn't <laughs> isn't doing much winning. What were they last year? Eleven and five, twelve and four. First place? But were they in the playoffs? Hosting a playoff game? Oh, oh and one Burr. in the playoffs. Oh, see, that don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Making that run in the playoffs, that, that, that I mean, it's about. It's overrated, the, huh? it, it really is. I mean, heck, how can you go on vacation <laughs> if you're still playing? Good point. Good point. So, anyway, uh, you know, I was, the the weather last night, I'm kind of circling back to that because I I normally don't pay a, you know, look, it's not that I don't pay attention to it. I mean, you know, we've got information that's right at your fingertip to kind of keep you informed. 
But let me just tell you this. When I pause a TV program and go over and start watching the the uh, the, the weather guys, and I'm going to tell you this, our, 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 our folks at Fox 44 did a terrific job with their coverage. And uh, the what I what I don't want is I don't I, I want you to give me the information, but I don't want you to go over the top unless it's necessary. A lot of a lot of times it's you know take cover now and it's and it's not take cover anyway. I thought they did a terrific job. I will tell you this: I went on the back porch last night, Warden. I don't ever do this, and I secured the patio furniture and all that kind of stuff because that wind was blowing. Yeah, it got up last night. I normally it's like I had a pass, you know, but you know, don't bother me. TV's on, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you know. But I, I did. I mean, I, I wouldn't. You know, in fact, it's still, it's still that way. I wouldn't. Secure, I was like, hang on a second here. This is a little Not different. Losing that. Pause the TV, <laughs> especially after you called and said, "Hey, uh, by the way, just want to let you know, all the stations are off the air. We just got hit by lightning, but they're coming back. That's the good news. That's promising." <laughs> so I'm like, well, hang on just a second here. Uh, we got some stuff going on. But anyway, we got through it. Uh, did you see, by the way, the the funnel cloud that they took at? The, Took the picture of and got the picture of what was it south of Salado around Florence? Right, yeah, around Gerald. Holy moly, that, that was, was big. a big one. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're, it, 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 and then there the the softball size hell was was just incredible. I don't understand how like you imagine being outside and that starts like what do you do? And Run. I started I started thinking about like cows and stuff. You're just getting beat. Yeah, that's awful. That's crazy. Yeah, there's. You know, and, and I was looking at some of the pictures that, that you know, the, the local news guys had, and I'm like, who went outside and took that picture? Don't look up. <laughs> yeah, that's not, not I mean, in bad. One, there was one ward that, in Garrett, there was, I think they had like a tape measure, and it was three and a half, 3.7 inches. Mm-mm. Are you kidding me already? I mean, Wow. Get hit by that. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, falling out of the sky. That, that'll be fun. So, anyway, uh, glad everybody made it through. And uh, in, in, in now we're off and running here on a Wednesday morning. All right, if you want to join the conversation, you can certainly do that. Uh, anything that we get into today, you can as well on our CNC Collision Center text line. We'd love your opinion. We've had a, we've had a running theme here on the program, I guess for 25, 30 years that we've been doing this show together, the three of us, and and it's simple. There is no right or wrong answer. It's just simple in opinion. You have yours, we have ours. Uh, the three of us don't always agree. In fact, most time we don't. They pick on me. Uh, <laughs> but we'd love your opinion on anything that we get into today. We will talk about Rangers-Astros. We will talk about the Houston Cougars today. Uh, as we continue looking around, we've already gone around the current makeup of the Big 12. Now, those future programs that are coming into the league, we're going to talk a little bit about them, keep you up to speed, because you need to this fall as we get ready to welcome them, maybe the following fall. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on down there in Houston. We'll be joined by Rob Sellers. Uh, he covers the Cougars for 247 Sports. So, yeah, he'll come on at 730 and keep us up to date with 
you know, recruiting aspect, how's things changing there, uh, what's going on with uh, the spring game. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Every time you say his name, I, I, it brings a smile to my face because there is a Rob Sellers here in Waco who is a huge sports fan. In fact, this guy, let me tell you what, this guy builds baseball bats, uh, wooden bats, and they're they're beautiful. And if you listen to the John Moore Show, heard every weekday at 3 o'clock, somewhere along Thursday or Friday, he does the Rob Sellers funky bump of the day. Which is great. Which is a cool tune. But so every time we mention Rob Sellers, I'm thinking, okay, Rob is, you know, going to put down the baseball bat and he's going to talk some Houston Cougars with us. <laughs> but I don't think so because he's a big, bigger fan. Yeah. But anyway, just thought I'd pass that along. Uh, so we'll get into that today. Josh Neighbors uh, from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12 is going to join us. We'll, uh, we'll get up to speed there. And uh, we are scheduled at uh, 8.30 this, uh, this morning to visit with the uh, – uh, Director of Athletics at Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. We'll get up to speed with what's going on there. So all of that is straight ahead on your Wednesday edition of the program here. This is uh, game time on ESPN Central Texas. And it's, it, I don't know about you guys, but w- jumped, when jumped in the vehicle this morning. Uh, you could slice the humidity. It is so sticky out there. Yeah, it was nasty. Yeah, so welcome to springtime. All right, 710, 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. Let's get the latest weather information on the program this morning, and then we'll dive right into all of this. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple, and let them help you and your business succeed. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see much calmer weather today. No severe weather expected. We'll see clearing skies, lots of sunshine. It'll be breezy with highs topping out at 90 degrees. A few clouds tonight. We drop to 47 and partly cloudy. A little bit cooler tomorrow, but still above average with a high of 84. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris. Join us tonight at 6 p.m. and hear from women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano and women's golf coach Jay Goble. That's tonight at 6 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's in Waco and right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Takia, and a little thing that I love about the Smokehouse Barbecue Bacon Sandwich is when I take a bite, it's the perfect blend from the bacon to the cheese. It's perfection. Hey, I'm Katora, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese is it kind of melts in your mouth, so you know it's creamy, cheesy, and delicious. This gooey mac makes me cheese every time. (laughs) Order dinner delivered on the Chick-fil-A app today. Delivery fee and other restrictions apply. Real guests paid for their testimonials. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. 
Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue. Avenue in downtown Waco. Free Comic Book Day returns in full splendor for 2022 at Bankston's. Join Bankston's in celebrating their 21st year of Free Comic Book Day on May 7th. There will be over 20,000 free comics for everyone. DJ Versatile, local artist, and the best of all free comics. With over 25 different titles, this is sure to be the best free comic day book yet. Everyone gets 25 comics this year, and if you dress up in cosplay, you'll get an additional five comics free. Visit comicbookday.com for more information. Bankston's is your place for fun in Waco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and VersaLift Southwest. Seven fourteen. We're fourteen after seven. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from our CNC Collision Center text line. A couple of quick notes, y'all are winners. I could be listening to uh, my old country music. He could be listening to both country and western. But he's, he's he said country music on his daily long drive to work. But he'd rather listen to us. We appreciate that. Thanks so much, Justin. And uh, let's see from the nine hundred three. Let's see if we can summarize this one real quick. Cowboys should change their moniker from America's team to Mac. Masochists, uh, they uh, they love to win during the season and punish their fans when it matters. So there you go, playoff team. Uh, <laughs> Seven fifteen, cloudy skies. It's dark. I'm just telling you, man. Are, are we supposed to have more rain today? <laughs> I don't, don't know think my so. Philosophy. No, I don't think so. <laughs> he just played the weather. I, man, I don't. Pay I know you're busy. You've got things. You're punching buttons and flipping switches over there. Uh, speaking of punching buttons and flipping switches, Rangers lose again. I don't know how I'm tying this together, but the Rangers lose again last night. Eric Nadell 
on the call on the Ranger Radio Network. The game heard on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and two on. Tying run at the plate. Here's the pitch. Miller is swinging a high fly ball to short left field. On to make the grab is Sam Hilliard. And the ball game's over. The Rockies have won it 4-1. to one. So there you go. That's the final call of the game. And, and I bring that up because the Rangers had the tying run ward at the plate. Uh, you know, in, in that situation, it's get a hit, pass the bat, keep it rolling. But last night, the Rangers were 1-for-11. 1-for-11 with runners in scoring position. Mm. That's terrible. It is. It's it's. It's hard to win. If you, you get an opportunity, you better take advantage of the opportunity. And they had plenty of opportunities last night. Yeah, they, I mean, they got on base, five, five walks. They only collected four hits, though. So, I mean. And that's the, why you're one for 11. That's right. I mean, it, it's get on, get them over, get them in. And they only did the first part, and that was get on. And, and I don't care how you get on. Walk, air, hit, doesn't matter. Just get on. You know, start 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 the merry-go-round, but they weren't able to do that. Well, and and baseball's changed a little bit too. Nobody, you know, you don't see the old school. Let's push them around the bases. Everybody's no. swinging for the fence. Three-run homer. Everybody wants a three-run homer. Top of the order, by the way, was was spectacular at zero and twelve. <laughs> they rolled for twelve. <laughs> the the t- the guys that you count on, table setter, two-hole hitter. And then the guy that's supposed to be your RBI guy, the three-hole hitter, they were 0 for 12. Now, I know that's one of 162. And I'm not hitting the panic button. But come on, you're 1 and 4 to start the season. You're already in a hole chasing everybody, including the Astros, who are at the top after a 2-1 win over the Diamondbacks last night. Sounds like a, a a repeat, doesn't it? Yeah, Houston's four and one, Texas is one and four. What is the like? Would you watch this team? What is the like the like? Can you identify one weakness? Like what is going on? Or is it well, just no. a collective? I I just dumpster. So, so like last night, they pitched it okay, you know, and and couldn't couldn't score. The other night, the uh, the other day, it was hey we're going to put six on the board, but we're going to give up twelve. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason right now. I mean, I think if you were to, at the end of the day, after everybody gets rolling, I think at the end of the day, when you look at the Texas team, you're going to say they just don't have enough pitching. I think that will be – would you agree, Ward, at the end of the day? That's that's where it's going to be. Perez was terrible last night. Four innings, gave up three runs, earned, only had two strikeouts, gave up a free pass on the base pass. I mean, you're not going to win like that. Your starting pitcher goes four innings. It's just not enough. Right now, when you look around the major league, I think, and you talked about this yesterday, with the shortened and condensed and rushed up spring training, I don't think you're pushing these guys. I mean, I I look at Colorado's starter. He went four and a third. Mm -hmm. Uh, I looked at the the numbers yesterday. I mean, hardly – you're not stretching these guys out. And maybe you will after they get start number two, start number three, start number four. You know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you start to push them out a little bit. But that means you're going to really rely on the, in this first month 
on your bullpen, and Ward, we know the bullpen's not very good. That's terrible. But I think with the with the shortened spring training is it's not impacting everybody the same way. Like I, I don't think the Rangers can necessarily use that as an excuse. And I know you brought over a lot of new faces on your team, but at the same time, you're you're seeing other teams who are in a similar situation come through, and they're not missing a beat. So I, I don't think that we can necessarily use the that that as the determining factor of why the Rangers are struggling. But I think managers are reluctant to push guys, pitchers early. Right. I mean, and you get it. I mean, those are the guys that you better be real careful with and manage that pitch count and how many stressful innings there are. I mean, all that stuff, Ward. Uh, because you didn't get – you know, most of the time, who's the first? Who's the first one to training camp? Pitchers, pitchers and, and catchers. catchers, pitchers and catchers. So, uh, you know, and, and throwing on the side and throwing, you know, at home and all that kind of stuff is not the same. It just isn't. So you're going to be careful with these with these arms, because you know these arms have got to carry you through September. So now we had a conversation. I guess I don't know. Yesterday, day before, uh, Ward and I did off the air about how pitchers are dealt with today as compared to maybe 10 or 15 years ago. It's incredibly different. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a time, first of all, there was a time when the rotation was four men, not five. Right. Uh, So you were getting more starts, obviously, every year. And, And Ward, you pitched to you retired. Then somebody else pitched. It wasn't all the specialty stuff. Uh, he's my left-handed guy. He's my seventh inning guy. Oh, no, that's the guy that bridges us over to the eighth inning. When did that start? I, I, I don't know. Uh, analytics and all that kind of stuff. That's when it started. And, and you got all of these different specialty roles. Instead of guys, you know what? Here's the baseball. Go get that guy out. And if you can't, somebody right behind you will. That, that used to be the philosophy. It was, you know, pretty simple. You got people out, and you know why can't why can't a right hander pitch to a right hander, but they don't want a left hander pitching to a right hander. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, there's there's all of those there's all those things that go into it, and I just wonder sometimes. I, I know you got all this data that tells you how to do this, but are you over are you are you overthinking the game, the way you manage these guys? And I know they're huge investments. I get it. Th- these players, particularly pitchers, but are, are are do we overthink this a little bit too much on how we use players? I think you do, but I mean, again, I'm I'm old school, so you know, I don't know that 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 correlates to you know exactly what they're trying to get done. But a great example is you know they rolled through five pitchers last night out of the bullpen. Each one of them pitched one inning. Mm-hmm. So. You know, there's got to be a reason for that. Maybe it's the early season. Maybe it's the matchups. I don't know, but <laughs> that's just that's just not the norm. You, you you know, even look at the Rockies. They go through three out of the bullpen. It's just you've got to have a stacked bullpen now because of everybody looks at those matchups. And the Rangers, you know, they weren't bad out of the bullpen last night. They weren't. You know, you know. You only get one inning for each guy, so I mean, hopefully you're not bad, but you know, 
it still it's that that just blows my mind. That seems like it was just getting from the. That's where you see the spring training stuff. Like you're just trying to get game reps to me. Well, you're trying point. to get up to speed yeah. right now. So look, why I just pulled up and I just arbitrarily picked one. I pulled up Boston and Detroit. Red Sox win right. the game last night, five to three. Okay, so they win the game five to three. Their starting pitcher last night went four and a third innings. They're being cautious with these with these starting pitchers because of the way things unfolded in training camp and in spring. I said training camp, spring training. Uh, and you, you'll see these guys get to their norm, which nowadays Ward is, is six innings at the most. Yeah, that's pushing uh, you know, it nowadays. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, I mean, that that's kind of where, where we're at. I mean, they're being very cautious and very careful with arms. So, I mean, in, in – so are the Rangers, and but at the end of the day, when you give up four runs in a Major League Baseball game, you should have a chance to win three or four runs, and they didn't. I mean, they produced one. One's not going to get it. When legitimately can you start pressing the panic button? Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would tell you, I'm not – Seriously, uh, well, I, and I think we know what's going to happen with this team because this team still is building. Make no mistake right. about it. I mean, look, they have no place to go but up after after tearing this thing down, you know, to to the to the studs uh, last year. But I, I think you'll know a lot about all of the teams fifty games in. Th- there's an old saying in baseball. And, of course, the math doesn't work. But, you know, you're going to win 50. You're going to lose 50. Everybody is. Mm -hmm. Best teams, worst teams. What do you do with that middle 50? Good philosophy. And, and, you know, the ones that that are in in the playoffs, they're going to win the majority of those 50 in the middle. But everybody's going to win 50. Right. Everybody's going to lose 50. Go back and look at standings. I mean, that's just the way it is. What do you do with the, 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 the other third of the season? You know, if you start breaking it up. Because right. you're going you're gonna to win a third of your games. You're going to lose a third of your games. And what do you do with that other third? And that's – those are the teams that are playing in October. And then there's those that are not. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. So, Rangers lose to Colorado by a final of 4-1. to one. Ward said, what, hit the panic button yesterday? Yep. Rangers are off today. Had to double Thank check. goodness. <laughs> they're idle. <laughs> and then they're they might lose. <laughs> Boy, he's so negative. I mean, I, we're five games into a beautiful new baseball season. Uh, I don't know, man. He's been he's been broken. I, I don't blame him though. I don't blame him. He's got a brand new ballpark to go to. That's what three years old, and really it's two years old because the first year, the first year there was no fans. Yeah. Those seats didn't get used. Mm-hmm. Hey, you played the World Series. They've already had World Series at that play. Now, they weren't involved, but anyway. It's the only way it's going to get there. <laughs> so, from the 903, <laughs> from the 903, I'm confused. What arms should the Rangers be careful with? Are there not pitchers in the minors that can pitch four innings and give up three runs? Well, that's a great point. <laughs> or more. Three or more, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh 
three or more. So, anyway. All right, uh, 727, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk some Houston Cougars football and athletics. We're going to do that with Rob Sellers, and we'll do it uh, coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. But first, we're going to talk about City Ranch and Boot Company and their great location uh, out, out uh, on 185. Look, you can choose your own uh, type of skin that you want to use for for your boots or your uh, or your wallet or whatever the case may be. You can pick your own design, and then you let Jay Kelly and his team go to work. Uh, they design boots uh, for any occasion. Maybe it's a wedding. Maybe it's an anniversary. Uh, you know, maybe it's a sales contest. Who knows what 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 you need that custom pair of boots for? But they can do it for you and use your logo as well. Uh, the City Ranch Boot Company does custom designs. They're locally owned. They're family operated. And, of course, they're made right here in Texas. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience where you could do the custom boot or you can shop off the shelf. The last time we were out there, John Morris was broadcasting live, so I was just kind of wandering around the store just looking at all the incredible, incredible uh items that they have just in the store right there that they made and uh, and got on the shelf. So you can check those out as well. City Ranch Boot Company uh, brings you that unique shopping experience, and you're going to love it. They're located at 10267 North River Crossing. That's just off Highway 6 at 185 next to the Joko building. Uh, you can also find them on Facebook and Instagram, and you can check out their website at cityranchboot.com. Here's the phone number. If you got a question about what they do, simple. They'll answer it for you. 855-7225. That's 855-7225 for City Ranch Boot. Recently on the John Moore Show. Greedy Carter, our guest, on a Baylor's all-time great. Now back as Baylor's uh, Director of Player Development on Scott Drew's staff. Oh, man, I'm, I'm just thankful. It, it means a lot. Um, you know how much I love Baylor. Baylor know how much I love them. You know, um, and I always say, man, Baylor helped me out in so many ways, you know, and to, to help me grow up, to help me be a better husband, to help me be a better father um, for my kids, um, you know, a better person. It's just to, to be able to come back and, and coach with Baylor after they gave so much to you, you know, um, it's just a huge honor and I'm just blessed. It was a blessing to, 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 to play for Baylor and to be here now, man, it's just huge. and. I'm just thankful to be in this position and talking to you about this right now. That's great. Well, you know we all feel the same way. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue. 
Avenue in downtown Waco. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. An 11-4 road loss at Texas State has dropped Baylor baseball to 500 on the season at 16-16. They try to improve on a 2-7 conference record on the road to Kansas starting Thursday. Weather canceled the game at Getterman Stadium for Baylor against Texas State. The next action for the softball team will be at home Friday and Saturday against San Houston State. The McLennan softball team has moved up to sixth in this week's JUCO National Rankings. They put their 23-game winning streak on the line with a doubleheader on the road against North Central Texas today. The NCC baseball team hosts North Central Texas for a doubleheader starting at noon. They are ranked sixth in the latest poll by the National Junior College Office. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-three. This is game time. Drive safely as you make your way to work here on a Wednesday morning. Tal Barfield, Ward White, Garrett Ross. We're glad you're with us, and uh, we are brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, Versa Lift Southwest at seventy-six and one Imperial Drive. Also uh, by uh, Pro Star Rental on I thirty-five in Belton and twenty-three hundred eight Robinson Drive in Waco, and by Big Boys Record Service. All right, uh, we are going to talk some Houston Cougar football, and we welcome into the program from Cougar Digest and Two Four Seven Sports, Rob Sellers. Rob, good morning. How are you? We appreciate your time. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Let, let's begin by talking about the transition uh when the when when word came down that that Houston would be joining the Big 12 have you seen a can you see the effect of that announcement either with with the fan base the alumni and, and student athletes that the university is recruiting across the board in, in all sports yeah that's definitely a popular question at the moment and, and I have actually haven't covered this team for a while uh, just the traction they've been able to get with recruits specifically. And, and luckily enough, timing-wise, the transfer portal being such a big thing that it is right now. Uh, everyone knows Houston's such a fruitful city for recruits. Uh, and there's some guys always that, that end up wanting to come back home or want to transfer away from their original destination. And and, and Houston's become a pretty popular uh, option in terms of schools to consider for those guys that have left and want to come back home to Houston. And they've They've done a good job of uh, 
of making themselves available and reaching out and recruiting and chasing those guys that will make an impact on the team. Speaking of those guys, uh, so many skill players uh, have are on the football side are, are coming back. Why in that position? Why in the running back, receiver, tight end position are there so many that uh, are making their way back to the University of Houston? Well, it seems to me, uh, just in my experience, th- those positions are the ones that Houston traditionally has had an opportunity to get guys for the most part here and there, like a standout guy, maybe a four-star occasionally in the past when they would average usually three stars. Uh, but position guys, you know, Houston is in Texas in general, just so, so packed with talent up and down the, the list, except for basically offensive linemen. Uh, that, that seems to be the one spot that, that is the hardest for them to get traction and really everybody in general, you know, when you have your, your premium offensive linemen coming out of high school they're looking at the Blue Bloods, and then, you know, the same thing happens when they hit the transfer portal. If you're that good, then basically the Blue Bloods are trying to uh, plug holes as well. So the skill guys have traditionally been okay for them to get here and there, but obviously, as you've noted, uh, there's there's been an uptick in terms of guys. I think Dana Holgerson's offense has a little bit to do with that, even though it's changed a little bit. It's not, it's not really known as that wide-open, crazy offense anymore, but he does still, you know, have that ability to – put wrinkles in here and there once he gets the people in place that he wants. And so there's a lot of guys that are interested in coming back and hoping to build on something as they head into the Big 12. Coming off a 12-win season and a, you know, AC championship game appearance, winning the uh, bowl game, high ranking in the AP final rankings, what kind of traction or carryover did that have for the spring in this football team? It had a lot. Uh just they wrapped up their spring in terms of their practices last Friday night. They had an open scrimmage. They didn't really have a spring game, but they had an open scrimmage for everyone to come out. A lot of recruits on hand, some fans on hand. Uh, and I was noting when I was just standing on the sidelines a little bit, we didn't get a lot of access this spring uh, between the basketball team being in San Antonio so close. They kind of shut the access down that week. Uh, but being out there, it, it really is, it does feel like a bit, bit of a change of energy just around the program, there's a lot more confidence. There's a lot more, it seems like, brotherhood and support. Uh, coaching going on from the players as well as the coaches. So the combination of it all, I feel like they're going to carry over well as far as that momentum into the next season. But uh, they're still looking to build and continue that progress and carry over freshly. They, they know they got to make some more changes and upgrades in terms of pers- personnel when they get to the Big 12. Rob Alton McCaskill tears his ACL, which is a big blow to the Cougars, but you were able to get Brandon Campbell, another one of those local kids coming back home. What does he bring to that running back group, and uh, what does it look like as a whole now with McCaskill unavailable? Yeah, talk about lucky timing to, to have a four-star on an official visit on campus at the same time that happens. It's it's unfortunate, of course, for Alton McCaskill, but uh, to have Brandon Campbell back on campus and so interested, he had actually, after I talked to him after the fact, he had gone in that morning and and told Dan Holgerson he was going to commit and be a part of, he wants to be a part of what they're building. So it actually happened before the, the ACL injury, but nonetheless, uh, it's going to help having him in the backfield. They've, they've got a couple other guys, Tejon Henry, who was a Texas tech transfer, another guy, skill guy that came back. Uh, he will of course take a little bit more of the workload. And then this, this spring, they've had a young guy, redshirt freshman, Stacy Sneed out of Mansfield. That's uh, really flashed and, and caught some eyes. So, between those two and then Brandon Campbell coming in in the summer, I think they'll be all right. 
the, uh, the the hope, of course, is that Altima Caswell can recover enough maybe to get back by the end of the year and, and get a couple games because he's he's not going to use that red shirt anyway. In a couple of years, he'll be gone to the NFL either way. Talking with Rob Sellers from uh, Cougar Digest and, and 247 Sports. Rob, what were what were the big question marks for Coach Hogerson going into spring? And as they come out of spring, were those questions answered in your opinion? Yeah, really the, the same question, that, the, the glaring question I mentioned earlier, the offensive line has been one that's, that's just been continuous. It's, it's, it's tough to get those big uh, four-star, five-star offensive linemen either initially or out of the transfer portal. So they've had to do a good job of scouting and getting guys and developing them long-term. And so that, that was obviously a focus. How has how the offensive line come along? Is it continuing to build some depth? Are the young guys developing? But also a lot of new faces, like you mentioned, and skill guys. In terms of receivers, they had Joseph Manjack come back in from USC. Uh, they signed freshman Matthew Golden, uh, and he came in early. He he's definitely stood out in the spring. Uh, but the, the receivers necessarily were probably the biggest question with only Tink Dale returning in terms of guys that were standouts last year. And, and then Matthew Golden standing out. Uh, they got another transfer, Sam Brown from West Virginia, who still has four years of eligibility. He also looked really good in the spring. So, I, in terms of the biggest questions, other than the offensive line, it's going to be a question continuous. The wide receivers and how the new group's going to fit together. Uh, I think you saw some early uh, chemistry between Clayton Toon and those new receivers. So, it'll be interesting to see how that carries over into the fall camp. Coming off a good campaign with the good defense last year, how much better or how much improved can this defense be in the 2022 season? Yeah, one of their strong points was up front. They definitely finally got uh, defensive line coach Brian Early definitely finally got the, the pieces he needed. He, he had a vision of what he wanted, but he kind of needed those specific pieces in terms of like edge rushers and inside guys. But he finally got the traction he wanted in terms of being able to rotate guys, having a good, you know, eight, eight to ten man uh, group that he can continuously rotate. So that carries over. They, they lose a couple in David Neeney. Uh, and uh, Logan Hall, obviously those guys are going on to the NFL, but they've got guys they've been rotating in the past year or two that, that are ready to step into a bigger role. So uh, that's going to be good. They lose a couple of really good corners, but again, they've had some guys that they've been able to get some early uh, game action to start developing them early. So I, I don't think it'll be too much of a drop-off other than you lose Marcus Jones, who, who will impact you in the special teams game. But I think they'll be okay over there. They'll carry over. Linebackers are back, uh, as well as some young guys that are ready to step into bigger roles. So I think the defense you'll see carry over just about the same as it did last year. With the move and the transition coming to the Big 12 on the horizon, how important was it to have a guy like Dana Hogerson in place who is familiar with this conference, uh, as well as locking him up with that contract extension? And would he have gotten that extension if the move wasn't coming to the Big 12? Yeah, I think in terms of uh, performance, after last year, finally, they finally started, you know, they had a vision. Uh, the, the leadership was willing to stick through it in, in terms of early on in his process and trying to redshirt some guys and trying to build back up some depth. Uh, it turns out a really a, a big blessing in disguise, really, that you got him in a couple of years before you ever knew you were going to the Big 12. And he started that process of trying to build the depth that he knew that a Big 12 program would need or a Power 5 program would need. So he kind of got a couple-year head start on on the process of trying to build that depth, and that'll be the biggest the biggest thing they'll need to, to shore up heading into a bigger conference is being able to build that better depth. So, so it turns out that he, uh, he got a bit of a head start on it, but nonetheless, 
uh, as I said earlier, it's just going to keep coming back to building the depth and specifically on that offensive line. Can they get some more guys in there? They're going to continue to help build that position up. As far as recruiting goes, who are some of the guys, the, the top candidates, the top guys who have been on campus? I know obviously Mikhail Harris, a pilot from Temple, but and talk a little bit about him. Uh, and who are some of the other guys they're looking at? Yeah, definitely. He's he's a uh, he's a legacy. His dad played uh, U of H and just just left just before I started covering the team. His last year was 2008, so uh, he's been he's been around the program a ton. Been to a ton of junior days and other, and he was at probably three or four home games last year. I mean, he's just been at a lot, and his uh, I think he's he's been close, but he's also got a lot of big schools blue bloods in his ear and stuff. So and they're going to continue to have to fight that battle in order to land him, but. Uh, Tayshawn Wilson, uh, cornerback out of here, Maid Creek here in Houston. Actually, Katie, uh, that's another guy. He's close with the one early commit they got in Jacoby Banks and out of uh, Marshall. And so Jacoby's been working on him a lot. Uh, those two are close. That's another one that I think they're looking at right now. And they're still pretty active in the portal. We're still, you know, at least a handful, six, six or seven spots left to, to fill out. So it, it'll carry over. Hey Rob, man, uh, what do you got? Uh, what do you got coming up on uh, on on two four seven sports? Uh, we're just continuing to uh, cover the recruiting as we transition to that. We're trying to wrap up uh, rec- uh, the transfer portal stuff. Obviously, that's going to be hard and heavy through the end of May when all the people enter the portal from you know post spring stuff. Uh, they're looking to add a quarterback. That's definitely a spot they have to add with two young guys that transferred out last year. So we're covering the portal stuff closely. And then we're transitioning into 2023 as well. We'll probably do a little bit of a spring wrap-up in terms of just, you know, like, like we talked about, what, what questions were answered and what still remains heading into fall camp. Robin, uh, as always, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being a part of the program. Absolutely, man, anytime. Have a great day. That's uh, Rob Sellers from uh, Cougar Digest and 247 Sports. As we take you around the Big 12 and the new Big 12, talking college football and as everybody goes through spring, and again, the uh, the Bears continue practice again tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow afternoon, Thursday. And then uh, another week next week with the uh, conclusion being the spring game next Saturday, the 23rd. So uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep you posted on everything that's going on. So we've been around the league as it's configured today. <laughs> and and now uh, we've, we've started our journey around the, uh, the, the, uh, the teams that are coming into the league and we started with Houston and we'll, uh, we'll continue. I know we got central Florida coming up. Cincinnati's coming up. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to BYU, all of those as we uh, preview what's going on with college football, as it affects you and your, uh, your favorite team in the big 12. So there you go. All right. 746. We're 14 away from eight o'clock. This is game time on ESPN central Texas. We are presented by Ted Teague and the group at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, where you can check out the 2022 Wagoneer Series 2 and 3 and get 2.9 for 72 months plus an additional $3,000 cash bonus. First responders, you're going to get an extra $500 in cash savings. Shop the uh, incredible vehicle that gives you performance, style, perfect for your family, and the reliability that you and your family deserve. Don't forget uh, when you uh, when you check these vehicles out at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. Uh, you can uh, you can check them out for all the details and uh, 
All offers, by the way, have uh, have credit requirements, so keep that in mind. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. And uh, you want to check out what they've got on the lot? They've got a great selection of new vehicles, pre-owned vehicles. Of course, they've got a tremendous service department. You, you can check it all out in the comfort of your own home by going to alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels is your friend in the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Yeah, we were uh, hoping to get Bob Bowlesby on with us yesterday. Hoping to get him on today. Any I don't excuse? Think it's any excuse not to come on? To skip us? To <laughs> yeah. avoid us? <laughs> Going to pretty great something minor like right? not being Big Twelve Commissioner anymore, and he decides he doesn't <laughs> want to do the program. You Probably. think it went so far as him to say, "I'm not doing that interview. How can I get out of it? I know. I'll resign my job." <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability. Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. An 11-4 road loss at Texas State has dropped Baylor baseball to 500 on the season at 16-16. They try to improve on a 2-7 conference record on the road to Kansas starting Thursday. 
Weather canceled the game at Getterman Stadium for Baylor against Texas State. The next action for the softball team will be at home Friday and Saturday against San Houston State. The McLennan softball team has moved up to sixth in this week's JUCO national rankings. They put their 23-game winning streak on the line with a doubleheader on the road against North Central Texas today. The MCC baseball team hosts North Central Texas for a doubleheader starting at noon. They are ranked sixth in the latest poll by the National Junior College office. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and Versalift Southwest. All right, 7.51, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Drive safely as you make your way to work or to school this morning. Uh, you 8 o'clockers, you got about eight and a half minutes to, uh, to, get, to get done what you need to get done. All right, I uh, want to uh, get you guys to, uh, some thoughts on this. I, I saw these two stories. I saw them separately, but I thought, you know what? That, that makes for some interesting conversation. ESPN's got to be happy with uh, what happened on uh, Monday night with the WNBA draft, uh, their viewership was up 20%. 20% growth in viewership. And I guess the question I'm asking is, why? Why this year? Uh, what was the, you know, was there, because of programming, with the, the programs they went up against? I mean, why was the viewership increased by 20% this year over last year? I feel like the, it's continually to grow as a sport, um, I think that you're when you had guys like, you know, rest of soul Kobe, who was really pushing for women's sports and getting, uh, you know, the attention and the eyes on the WNBA that helped. I think when you see more parity across the sport as a whole, uh, that's garnering more attention from fan bases. That's getting more people engaged, uh, and I think it's just starting to carry over. And they're doing a good job of putting more of an emphasis and the financial support behind it to try to, to try to put it to where it needs to be. Okay. I, I, I I'll buy that. I mean, because I, I don't know the answer. Uh, and that, it makes as much sense as anything. Now tell me why Ma- the master's viewership was up this year. Tiger. Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was up uh, Saturday. They had over 7 million uh, Sunday. They had over 10 million viewing the Masters. And it was, by the way, Sunday's viewership was the most watched golf broadcast on any network since the Masters in 2019. Oh, by the way, Tiger won the golf tournament in 2019. I see a pattern somewhere in there. I mean, (laughs) seriously. Uh, And, you know, in – we joke and we kid, but it really is. I mean, it's 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 he brings eyes to the television. But here's the question: When he is in, there will come a day when he's not relevant, right? Mm-hmm. What do they do then? Go back. Hope his son plays as well as him. Uh, you know what? <laughs> don't, don't joke. I'm not. I'm being serious. Don't joke. I mean. I mean that that was my. It, it that changes was, the game completely if it Tiger's does. not there. It 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 totally does. It probably and I don't know this. I mean, we and, probably can research it, but well, it probably, the senior tour will get real good with a lot of that's eyeballs. That's a good point. If he yeah because yeah, he will go do that, I guess. 
certainly he'll go pick the you know some of the major one the events. He's not going to play thirty you know thirty weeks. Uh, heck, he's not going to play that anymore. He has committed, by the way, to the British Open in July, but he has not committed to the PGA or the U.S. Open in May and June, respectively. I think he says, what did he say the other day? He's going to try to get himself ready uh, for next month, for May. But, you know, he'll wait and see. But he is going to go play the old course uh, in in July. So that'll be interesting. But, I mean, I think that's I think that is what we're going to see from Tiger. When he is, quote, unquote, all the way back through with his rehab, I think you'll see him play the majors. And a couple of the big events, you know. Uh, I don't think you'll ever see him play all the majors again. Oh, no, no, no. All four of them? Nope. Oh, I do. I, 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 in fact, I think you, you, you see it this year. I don't. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. Interesting question. Interesting question. But those are the only type of events that he will. I mean, you're not going to see him, you know. Sorry, you're not going to see him in match play, although he loves match play. You're not going to see him in match play in Austin. You're not going to see him down in Houston. Those are the golf tournaments that he he's just – well, he hadn't been playing them in a he while anyway. He hadn't been anyway. playing them in a while anyway. I mean, that's just not – you know. He's gotten to the point to where it's – He never played the Colonial. He picked his – He didn't his, like the course. Yeah, did, he picked played his – Played the Byron Nelson he did. sparingly. But he he picked and he, he's got, he got to the point to where he was picking and choosing where he went. But I think his schedule will be incredibly limited, you know, mm-hmm. probably less than eight or ten events a year. But, I mean, it's quality but, over quantity. Well, eight or ten events a year is a huge, huge boost to the PGA. Oh, no doubt. And golf on television in general. So, we'll see. But the question remains, when he's done with the PGA Tour, where does where does viewership go then? Down the toilet. More than likely. Because there's you're not going to replace him. You're just not. He's he's changed. He's the only athlete who he's completely changed the whole dynamic of a sport. Like no athlete's ever done what he's done in any sport, in my opinion. For a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons. But with that said, you know he is forty six. He has gone through a lot of stuff in his life, both on the course and off the course. So uh, at at some point, he he boy, it's hard to say, but at some point, he's not going to be relevant. As far as competing at that high level, I still think he's got time to to win. I still think he will win. I'm sure he'll win at least one or two, but we'll see. All right, seven fifty eight. We got to move it along. John Morris is standing by. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we've got baseball, softball, golf, and football news. Plus, our Baylor Coaches Show comes up tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, 
We're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris. Join us tonight at 6 p.m. and hear from women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano and women's golf coach Jay Goble. That's tonight at 6 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's in Waco and right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. That is tonight for our Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's. Come join us and hear from Baylor women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano and women's golf coach Jay Goble. That's tonight beginning at 6 live from Rudy's in Waco. Coach Goble and 17th ranked Baylor women's golf coming off an impressive win in the Bruzzy Challenge in Fort Worth which wrapped up yesterday. Baylor topped an impressive field to win by 12 strokes. Again, we'll talk about it with Jay Goble on the Baylor Coaches Show coming up tonight. Last night, Baylor softball had their game with Texas State postponed due to weather. Baseball dropped an 11-4 decision on the road at Texas State. And Baylor football continues their spring drills now 10 days away from the green and gold spring game, April 23rd at McLean Stadium. Here is Dallas Baker, the new receivers coach for the Bears, talking about the youth in the receivers position this spring. It matters if they're young or, or, or older room. Again, it goes back to trust. If guys can trust you, then you have them. But if they don't trust you and you have an older room, that's usually what happens. Like, oh, man, this guy don't know what he's talking about. Same thing can happen with a young room. You know, so trust and relationship. That's the, 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 the biggest thing. So it doesn't matter if the room is young or old. It's just building that relationship. That is Coach Dallas Baker, new to the Baylor staff this year. After one year on the staff at Buffalo, he's the receivers coach for the Bears. Again, the spring green and gold finale comes up April 23rd at noon at McLean Stadium. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from Rudy's and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Baylor, Kansas, Big 12 Baseball. This weekend at Baylor Ballpark. It's the Bears and the Jayhawks this weekend at Baylor Ballpark, beginning Thursday at 6.30, then Friday at 5, and Saturday at noon. Bears, Jayhawks, Big 12 Baseball, beginning Thursday, right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. 
people when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right art supports. After walking around with the art supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. Just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Uh, it is a Wednesday hump day, and we welcome into the program from the podcast Locked on Big 12. We say hi to, to Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. How are you? I'm well, gentlemen. How are you guys? Terrific. We, we, and, and we need you to solve it, but we got this right. huge debate going on in the studio. Will Tiger Woods win another golf tournament? Uh, another golf tournament? Yes, on the PGA uh, Tour, not 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 the seniors. We know that if he ever goes there, he would, you know, when he turns 50, right. he'll dominate. Um, I, um, I'm a massive Tiger Woods fan, so I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Uh, which tournament, I, I can't say for sure, but I, I think the one thing we're seeing with his schedule especially is, He's going to play courses that he that he's really good at. Um, so you saw after his round, he said he's going to go and play St. Andrews. And I think there is something to be said about him making sure that he's playing courses that he's got a comfort level at. Like he hasn't committed to going and playing Southern Hills for the PGA Championship. And that, that is a place that he has won before. But St. Andrews, obviously, he's got a lot of history there and a lot of history there in general. So I think he's going to pick the meaningful courses and events that mean a lot. And typically, I think that's going to manifest itself in courses that he's played before. So I'm actually, I'm going to go with yes. I, I think he can. I would say it's probably going to be next year, though. I think 47 years old, 48 years old, kind of in that between range of he's not quite 50 yet. We, we saw Phil win a major at 50, so it's not impossible. But I, I think kind of when he's fully healed – or at least closer to fully healed, and he's gotten more rounds under his belt. That's when we're going to see a more competitive Tiger uh, at, at the top leaderboards. So I'll go with yes. All right, perfect. All right, let, let's talk some uh, some football. Uh, we've been kind of going around the Big 12 and, and, and looking at all the different teams and looking at the, uh, the future Big 12 teams that are coming into the league. And the other day we were talking Kansas football. So, in your opinion, with the second year – in in the program, what what is a realistic number when it comes to total wins, non conference and, and conference alike for for that football team? Three. We're going to go with three on this one. Um, this you know this is this is not just a rebuild. And I know the ro- there were some decent players in the roster, but this is like a total cultural overhaul. Um, when you get a coach like Lance Leipold, who was not around last spring, mind you, that's, that's one big thing. Um, you know, so that's one thing we have to, we have to account for here, but I would say with their schedule, three wins for them is doable. 
Um, they start off with Tennessee Tech. They're at West Virginia, at Houston, and Duke. So not not the easiest stretch in the world to begin with. But um, if they can beat Tennessee Tech and they can beat Duke at home, then all you have to do at that point is all you have to do. But at that point, you just need to get one of the Big 12 games. And I think in year two, they'll probably be able to catch somebody on an off weekend. And I think this thing, you know, how about Texas and comments that were made yesterday and, you know, how many wins the team should have. Like, this is a situation where progress is not always going to be measured in wins. I mean, I know that's how we measure, you know, success overall. But progress should not always be measured in wins. For them, it's like looking more like an organized football team on a game-to-game basis. And they won two last year. So I, I think in they were competitive a, a lot. So the goal now is for them to play competitive four-quarter games in you know, hopefully most of their games. And so I think that um, three wins would be good progress. And if you can get four, double your win total from last season, I mean, they might be able to statue you at that point. What's going on at the University of Texas? Are they – going in the right direction? Are they taking a step back? Uh, I mean, there's a a little bit of turmoil coming out of spring ball. Yeah, so a lot lot was happening yesterday with, you know, Ajomo's comments, and um, he's not being allowed to speak to the media anymore after he said, you know, know, seven and six Texas, um, you know, is gone. He made some other comments as well, too. And so – you know, I think there's always going to be turmoil at Texas. They just need to be careful about how much stuff happens off the field. So they can really focus and keep stuff on the field. Like last year, we had, you know, we had the monkey situation that, that was really odd. And uh, obviously, you know, that was a huge distraction. While the team wasn't playing that well, with the quarterback carousel, and it felt like there were a lot of cooks in the kitchen. And so there's always some kind of show happening, right? You bring Gary Patterson in, so that's kind of – you know, a little bit of a show as well. And now you have these comments and you bring Quinn Ewers in. And so there's always so much talk. And, look, I I think if you look at the recruiting and look at this roster, it's in a good position to succeed. I think Steve Sarkeesian has brought in the requisite amount of talent. I think the one thing he's learning about, and he's been a head coach before, and so maybe he should know, um, is that like there needs to be a conversation about how distractions are limited. He has to say, guys, we are Texas. There is a target on our back. You can say we're back and say we're not back, but people always, you know, think about this. At, y'all know Baylor. Baylor always wants to beat Texas. Texas Tech always wants to beat Texas. TCU always wants to beat Texas. And that's, that's also the other teams, not just the Texas teams, but those especially. Because that target is on your back, they need to be more cognizant of what they say. You know, do I have a huge problem with what Ajomo said yesterday? No, not really. But we have to be more thoughtful if we're Texas about what we put out there because people are going to latch on to that. If this happens at West Virginia, you're not asking me this question about this, are we? No, but it's Texas. So I think there needs to be more of an awareness about the conversation, about things that are said in public and about, you know, the way things get spun uh, if you're a Texas player opposed to if you're, you know, somewhere else. Josh, looking across the board at these football teams in the Big 12, who are some of the sleeper players that we should be keeping an eye on? Maybe some of the guys that have come over to the teams via the transfer portal, or who are some guys you got your eyes on? Uh, let's go Texas first, actually. I'm really excited to see 
what Isaiah Nayer looks like. I've got a lot of questions about, you know, Texas's offense. And I think for them, the big, the big problem they had last year was how consistent, you know, their offensive line play was at times. So I just, I, you know, I think that even if their line doesn't perform great, they've got so many weapons in the form of Bijan Robinson, Roshan Johnson, Xavier Worthy. Now you add in Isaiah Nayer, Jaleel Billingsley. I mean, you know, the excuses for the offense being bad are that they should, they should be few and far between. Um, you know, I, I'm curious, uh, quarterback-wise, let's think, I mean, if there is a good chance, you know, that there is a chance, not a good chance yet, that, you know, JT Daniels could end up uh, at, a, at a West Virginia. That school was on his list, and so I, I want to see that. If that's the case, he'd be reuniting with Graham Harrell, coordinator at USC, so that's a potential reunion that could happen. You look at Adrian Martinez, quarterback at Kansas State. Does that um, does that offense with Colin Klein really fit his skill set well? And if he takes care of the football, I think they're going to be in awesome shape on that end uh, of the football. And you want to go one more quarterback transferring in. I know I mentioned Quinn Ewers before, but I think Dylan Gabriel is going to have a really big year. I'm not the only person saying this. I just think Oklahoma is in a great spot to be the best team in the Big 12. I think even with the transition – uh, you know, there's a lot of teams that are losing some really strong players, and so this kind of opportunity has opened up. And he brings in a great offensive mind in Jeff Levy, and he's going to bring in a quarterback in Dylan Gabriel, who's got you know a lot of time left, and also he's put up some big numbers. So I think you go to those flashy positions at least off the top. And I'm I'm really curious to see where TCU transfer Oshawn Mathis lands. I think the answer is going to be Texas. So. There are a few of the big names that we're looking at uh, right now in terms of transfers, guys. You know, just refresh your memory. Oh, yeah, that guy's there now. Speaking with uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12, Josh uh, Garrett brought up the the transfer portal. Here we go. As the dust starts to settle on, on spring football, do you see in this league in particular a lot of movement into the, into the portal? I think you're gonna have to. I think I think it's the way it's gonna be in, in most leagues, and uh, that's just kind of where we are with the, with the portal now. Uh, you know, the NCAA needs to get a handle on the windows for things. I, I I rarely sympathize with coaches, but I do sympathize with the idea that hey, we need certain time windows when guys can go in and out of the portal. There there should be exceptions, right? If a coach leaves and you you committed to play for a coach you at that point in time should be able to hop into the portal at the same time your coach has decided to hop into the coaching portal, quote-unquote, let's just put it that way. And so, yeah, I, I think you're going to see that the ex, – you know, hopefully it's not exoduses that you see across the board and that, you know, competition can be promoted from within. But uh, I will say this, the teams that will do the best are the ones that can retain the most depth and also the teams that will hit the portal the hardest to build that depth. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see across the league – you know, there's some names that we thought were going to get some PT, and then those guys hop into the portal. And then uh, which teams can capitalize, and I think you're going to see a lot of movement within conferences, especially when you have so many Texas schools and guys from that state, guys you know might want to stay close to home. Or you know, also there's guys across the all the teams, the Big 12, uh, that are from you know places like Texas and might want to move closer to home. So we'll we'll see how that shakes out. But I think it's safe to say across the board, most conferences you're going to see a large amount of guys in the portal who can retain their players and who can add on the most and build that depth is a big question. With what Oklahoma softball has been able to do so far this season, do they have the opportunity to be the best team, overall team, in Big 12 history? 
I mean, you, you might be able to say best team in baseball history, irregardless of sport. Yes, uh, that's I mean, what I mean. That, that, yeah, I mean, damn near. They're approaching that right now. I'm going to have Chris Plank on here pretty soon uh, on, on the on the show. Uh, he is the voice of the Oklahoma Sooners, and it's it is unbelievable. I was going through the night. I mean, they've got I think 20 plus run rules um, on the season. They are you know what they did to Texas Tech this past weekend, 40 plus runs, and only they allowed a run is it's unbelievable and to think that the team last year you know they were so resilient last year multiple times uh two occasions they lost games in the college world series and still went on to win the darn thing and this year you know they, they don't looking back i am curious if there's a certain element of do you want to get the loss out of the way so we stop talking about it um because i think there is a you know if you hit the ncaa tournament you're gonna hit a pressure pack situation where you're gonna have an undefeated team trying to hold on to that. And then, you know, all of a sudden in one weekend, it can be over for you. So trying to avoid a situation like that where the pressure is on, but this team doesn't seem to be phased. I mean, you know, they're, they're a complete team. Their pitching is dominant. Their, their lineup is unbelievable. Jocelyn Allo is, is like the Barry Bonds. I mean, I can't think of any other player on the diamond that I've seen produce at the level that she does. And she's not the only person they have in that line. It's a loaded lineup. Uh, that they've got this year. So, you know, I, I, it's so much fun to watch this team play. It's a joy. I love softball. They're a joy to watch. And, yeah, I, I think Patty Gasso, she's got it all working. I mean, uh, in terms of program builders, there's been nobody better in this conference than any sport than Patty Gasso. I want to talk basketball for a second, man. How important is it for Jamie Dixon at TCU to have Mike Miles Jr. come back next season? Oh, I love Mike Miles. I'm a Mike Miles guy to get him back. Now, I, I hope he got some feedback on his game, and I've been talking to Rafael Barlow, who's going to succeed, he's gonna, um, you know, succeed Chad Ford, and in terms of NBA draft guys, and I asked him about, you know, Mike Miles, and he said, yeah, I like his game. He's got a lot he has to refine. He is a good scorer. He can be a good defender. Um, I think one more year for him, especially in this conference, is just going to refine his game. We've seen guys like Christian Brown and Oshai Baji come back, and what they do they really complemented other parts of their game. Oshai added that off the dribble, kind of one, two dribble pull up. He attacked the lane really well this year in a way he did in the past. Christian Brown added, you know, kind of just, a, just kind of all the game, put it more, uh, put it together, became more consistent. Hopefully Mike's going to get that opportunity to do that if he stays healthy in this league, because we know that, you know, learning how to break down big 12 defenses it's a challenge, and it very much translates to the next level. You're seeing Kate Cunningham succeed right now. You're seeing Desmond Bain succeed right now. I think you'll see Oshai Abaji succeed right now. Seeing the Iowa State guys, see those guards succeed right now. So plenty of stories of guys in this league coming back, getting an extra year. It's a lot of older guys I mentioned right there. And so one more year in this league can really help you round out your game. Huge for TCU. And I think it's big for Mike Miles' future draft considerations. Final thought for you, uh, the uh, WNBA draft was held Monday night. Three players from the Big 12 taken, all three from right here at, at, at Baylor, and uh, all three were high draft picks. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's some talk about, hey, was this year disappointing for the Baylor women? But, look, you can't be too upset when you put those players into the league. And, and uh, a lot of those players this year spoke pretty glowingly about what Nikki Collin did and saying that they felt like what the way that she kind of had the team play um, was, was one that really did help them build their games 
and improve and get themselves ready for the WNBA. And it's, and so I think there's something to be said for while the success, you know, in the end was not there in terms of wins and losses. If you're playing a style that's helping put ladies into the league, that's going to be appealing. You're going to keep you're going to keep getting top players, and if, you know if she keeps coaching, and she'll she'll end up uh, you know having them coalesce more in college. So it's such an encouraging sign to, like you said, have three players go in the draft. And I think that style of play Mickey Collin has has a whole lot to do with it. Hey, what's coming up on the podcast? We're talking about NIL and transfer portal, about why coaches keep talking negatively about it. Uh, that'll be a fun conversation. Also, comparing the Big 12 to the ACC and the Pac-12 and saying, you know, the folks who say, hey, is the Big 12 still a power five league in the future? We say, hell yes. And so we explain why on the podcast. So it's coming up on YouTube and wherever you guys get your podcast. Josh, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, talk to you guys next time. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. 8 uh, 19, 19 minutes after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, if you want to sell your home, you can do it in five days or less. Guaranteed. The brokerage house guarantees that they'll sell your home in five days or less, or they're going to buy it from you for a price that you agree upon prior to listing your home. The brokerage house and Aaron Ryan have a program in place that generates offers on your home, multiple offers, in fact, and offers above market value. If you want to know more about how it works and, and how Aaron Ryan and the Brokerage House get things done, here's a um, here's what you do. You go to 5daystosold.com. That's the numeral 5, 5daystosold.com, or you give them a call at 817-812-2978. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see much calmer weather today. No severe weather expected. We'll see clearing skies, lots of sunshine. It'll be breezy with highs topping out at 90 degrees. A few clouds tonight. We drop to 47 and partly cloudy. A little bit cooler tomorrow, but still above average with a high of 84. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When's the last time you had squirrel? It's been a few years, but it hadn't been that long. <laughs> I grew up eating squirrel. Should I recommend that to the GM over here? But <laughs> have put that on the buffet. I don't think you want to tell people. I don't think you. I don't think you just put it up there and say, call it chicken or something. Oh my gosh, that's scary. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. 
3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco and on Facebook. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. This is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and Versalift Southwest. All right, 823, 23 minutes after 8. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we uh, talk sports. Mac Rhodes, the uh, Director of Athletics at Baylor University, coming up in just a few minutes here on the program. We've talked about this before, and there's, you know, there's some – I guess a sometimes a, a misunderstanding of how things work, but a, a scholarship is a year-to-year agreement between the school and the student athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is not a guaranteed four-year ride uh, through school on in any sport. Nope, in, in any sport. And so, with that in mind, I think that was what Josh was talking about earlier with with the you know the transfer portal and. You know, we get a little frustrated with that, but, you know, coaches leave, and there's all kinds of things that go on there. Here's one for you, and I don't know that I've ever seen this. I'm sure it's probably happened before, but just I was kind of going through some notes this morning, and I just want to get you guys to give me a thought on this particular situation. Grambling State University has hired a new volleyball coach. Her name is Chelsea Lucas. Now, keep in mind, Grambling State went 11 and 17 a year ago. Yeah, I heard this. This is amazing. Uh, and they went 500 in the league. After being around on campus for the last couple of months and then going through some individual meetings with each individual player, Coach Lucas has decided to dismiss all 18 players. In other words, she kicked them all off the team, Blew whether you it were up. Whether you were a scholarship player or a walk-on, you're walking out. You're done. You're out of there. You know, if you want to stay at Grambling, that's fine, but you're paying your way, you you scholars. She has zero players on the roster. She said, you're out. You're done. Move on down the road. Thanks, but no thanks. And apparently she's already got 11 or 12, I'm sorry, 14 or 15 new players on their way in. Now, remember, you only get 12 scholarships. But she's got 12 scholarships to work with for those 14 or 15 players. And then the rest will have to be, you know, I guess walk-ons. That's, to me, it was kind of mind-boggling. I've never heard of a coach going, I'm gutting the whole thing, and we're literally starting from square one. Didn't work out. Didn't match up. I, I respect that. I don't have a problem with it. Look, 
you're going to have to come in and recruit your own players anyway, right? Like half of these players, if she would have kept them, more than likely weren't going to be there or weren't going to be a right fit for her system. Come in, clean slate, start over. The only thing that kind of makes me a little apprehensive on the situation is how many of these players will have find another opportunity? They won't. That was an 11-17 and 17 volleyball team. Yeah, I know. Now, uh, I will I mean, ask you this. There will be a couple that will find a, a place to play right. somewhere. I mean, but with the transfer portal, it's, it's, there. it's not a scary thing for her. No. You can just go and say, okay. Well, she's already got 14 or 15 lined up. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, But here's, I guess my question is this. On these interviews, which <laughs> really became exit well, they, interviews. Yeah. They had spring practice, too. Yes, yes. Also, she did some eva- hands-on no, 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 evaluations. No. She was, she's been there too much. Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, it's not like, yeah. Let them go. But you're telling me out of those 18 players, there's not one or two that you wanted on your team? Nope. Apparently not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, here's the thing. You better come out and win. If you come out and lay an egg. Yeah. I mean, hey. Well, clearly she doesn't believe she can improve on 11 and 17 with the with the roster that she had in place. I bet there's a lot of coaches who have wanted to make that move and just didn't pull the trigger. She did. That's all. She did. So, and, and, you know, the AD basically said, hey, look, kids can transfer. Coaches can, can you know, that's, that's where we are now. Sport. That's where we are right now. All right, just wanted to get some thoughts on that. Uh, 828, stay with us. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk Baylor Athletics with the AD Mac Rhodes that's next here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, we talked with Jeff Howe from Horns 247 Sports. I'm talking about Quinn Ewers. In terms of just his natural ability to throw the football, I mean, there was a reason why you know, before he left South Lake Carroll early to enroll at Ohio State, you know, 24-7 sports, he's the best quarterback prospect our national analysts had ever evaluated. You think about the ground that covers, like Kyler Murray, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, go on down the list. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was gonna help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. 
Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. An 11-4 road loss at Texas State has dropped Baylor baseball to 500 on the season at 16-16. They try to improve on a 2-7 conference record on the road to Kansas starting Thursday. Weather canceled the game at Getterman Stadium for Baylor against Texas State. The next action for the softball team will be at home Friday and Saturday against San Houston State. The McLennan softball team has moved up to sixth in this week's JUCO national rankings. They put their 23-game winning streak on the line with a doubleheader on the road against North Central Texas today. The MCC baseball team hosts North Central Texas for a doubleheader starting at noon. They are ranked sixth in the latest poll by the National Junior College office. The Rangers lost to Colorado again 4-1. They take today off before starting a home series on Thursday against the Angels. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. 831, welcome back into the program. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Garrett Ross here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And we welcome into the program the uh, athletic director for Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. Mac, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for thank you for having me. Let's 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 go back uh I don't know, 10 days or so uh, when the university announced a, uh, a new 10-year deal for, for you. First of all, congratulations uh, here at the flagship. We're, we're totally excited about it. Uh, we, we know why Baylor wants Mac Rhodes. I mean, it's clear. Why was it good for Mac Rhodes and Mac's family? Uh, I appreciate that, that, that question. Um, you know, I, I, I think that um, for, for so many different reasons, and I don't know that, you know, anyone, you know, is, is, is more important than the other, but it's a, it's a collection of things. It's, you know, I really, really believe in, in Baylor Institution, uh, the, the institution and, and what it stands for. It's, it's Christian values, and, and um, that certainly aligns well with, with, uh, with, with me and, and certainly my family really believe in the leadership of, of Baylor. Uh, President Livingstone um, is, is terrific. She's the, the best of the best. And our board of regents um, have been just phenomenal to, to, to work with. Our coaches um, and our staff, um, Tom, I, I really believe this. And I know it sounds like maybe I'm exaggerating, but I don't, I don't think there's a better collection group of, of coaches and staff in the, the, the entire country are uh, 500 and, and our, uh, our, our, uh, our student athletes, our 500 plus student athletes, um, again, the best of the best. Um, we love Waco. It's a, it's a great community. You know, we've been here now five and a half years and Amy and, and, and our daughters and, and, uh, and our son-in-laws, um, absolutely love the community and, and so there's there's so many different reasons and I think you know Baylor Baylor athletics has has the opportunity to uh, 
to continue to thrive. I, I continue to say that our best days are, are still ahead of us, and, and I mean that. I think, you know, all of this stuff that's going on right now, name, image, and likeness, and the transfer portal, um, you know, the transformation committee, all those changes, although um, it, it seems and, and feels difficult, and it seems and feels like, you know, the more money you, you have, the the, the, the greater advantage that, that you're going to be at. Um, I still, I still think there's a place and there, there's a way for us to, to shine and, and continue to be competitive at, at the highest level. So those are, those are just the, the reasons. Um, but uh, bottom line, Baylor, Baylor is a special, uh, special institution. I'm just going to, I'm just going to get it out there and, and ask the question with, with Bob Bowlesby stepping down as the commissioner of the big 12 and so many questions uh, you mentioned uh, some of them just a few minutes ago. Did that intrigue you at all? Did, did, that, did that pique your interest at all, the, the commissioner's position? Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be really transparent, but, yeah, certainly it did. I, I think that, um, you know, you, you think about your career and, uh, and making an impact and um, trying the best, best as you can to make an impact on, on people and, and the organization. And, you know, I've, I've never been any, any place, you know, really longer than, than five years, five and a half years. And so you, you begin to contemplate, you know, um, have I, have I done all, all I can at a, at a particular place? Um, you know, that, uh, you know, the, the commissioner jobs, especially the, the power five commissioner jobs, right. There's only, there's only five of them. And, and, um, you know, they, they don't open up very, very often. And so, you know, absolutely. I went through that, that process in, in my head, Amy and I, Amy and I did. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, it, it comes down to, man, what do you, what do you love most about what, what you do? And, um, you know, two of the things that I love most are, are impacting, you know, student, student athletes. I really believe that, um, I've been called to, to, to do that. And, and the other thing, just the relationships, with your with your head coaches, your relationships with your your people, um, and I think you know in in the commissioner role, although it, it's it's got some some great great opportunity, I just I feel like you're you're one step further removed from from those things. And um, you know, somebody said to me after we after men the men lost to North Carolina after coming back from twenty five. Um, I don't, I don't take losing very, very well. And that was, that was heartbreaking. Um, it was heartbreaking for our kids and for the staff and everything. And somebody said to me, well, if, if you were a commissioner, you wouldn't, you wouldn't feel so bad. And I said, that's, that's exactly right. And that's, that's why I love doing, doing what I, what I do. It's the, it's the passion that, that you have for, for the one institution that you, you put everything into. And so, um, those are all the thoughts running through running through my my head as as uh, you know as recent as as two to three weeks ago. Back to Mission at Baylor, preparing champions for life. In, in your short tenure here at Baylor, relatively short, you you can look over at a trophy case and see six national championships. And some athletic directors go through their entire career and never collect one of those. How proud does that make you of your coaches to be able to look over at that trophy case? and see that kind of hardware. Yeah, it, 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 it makes me really proud. Um, you know, I, I just mentioned we, we've got the best of the best when, when we think about our, our coaches. And, 
and certainly, you know, it, it speaks for it, for itself when you when you think about the the trophy case. But it's it's all of the other things, and it's the way that they've bought into uh, preparing champions for life, and and really making sure that when our student athletes leave here, they are they are prepared for life. And and so you've you've got the the athletic success, but you've got stuff like you know this this past fall semester, first time ever. Um, every one of our, our sport programs was over a, a 3.0 GPA and, and all-time high GPAs for football and women's basketball and men's basketball. And, and so that's just a, a small glimpse of just the, the, the unbelievable things that our, that our coaches are doing, that our, that our student athletes are doing. And, and again, it's, it's why I think Baylor is such a, such a special place. Mac, and speaking of those GPAs, how does that correlate and go hand-to-hand with the new uh, academic reward plan that y'all have in place for the student-athletes? Yeah, that's a, that's a great, great question. And, and so, you know, as, as, as you know, the, the Austin versus, versus NTA, um, the, the outcome is we're, we're, we're able to provide a, an academic award to our student-athletes of $5,980 annually. And so we, we set up a system criteria, um, you know, certain ac- academic requirements that, that, that student athletes have to, have to meet. And, you know, we'll, we'll take that, that amount and, and divide it by two and, and issue, you know, a, a check after the fall semester um, if, if they meet the, the criteria and then do it once again in the summer for the, for the spring semester. And so we're, we're excited to do that. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think our, our student athletes um, are excited about it as, as, as well. Um, and, you know, I'm a, I, I appreciate that, that we here at Baylor have the ability to, to do that. Um, you know, I mentioned yesterday to somebody, it's, it's about a $2.1 million per year in investment. And, again, happy to, happy to do it. Um, but but now you know just trying to navigate all all of the other things that are that are happening uh, as well. You mentioned uh, the transfer portal and and NIL. In your opinion, is it working the way it was designed? And if it's not, can it be fixed at this point? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that it was work. It's working as it as it as it was designed, right? You know, name, name, image, and likeness was, was the opportunity to provide, you know, compensation to, to student athletes for their, their name, image, and likeness. And, and what's happening now is, is you're promising monies for, you're giving, giving monies to student athletes that, that really, I, I'm not sure, you know, have that value in, in terms of, in terms of name, image, and likeness. Uh, yet, you know, not at not at that particular time. Now they they may get there, um, but we also know stories, you know, that are real this, this past year, and, and and they haven't haven't gotten there. And, and the amount of pressure that that you're you're putting on a, a a student athlete, and so you know, the the uh, the cross, you know, the crossroad, the 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 uh, the the intersection of of the transfer portal and name image likeness is, has caused really, you know, the, the reality for, for institutions to, to really, you know, buy rosters. And, um, and, and that's exactly what's, what's happening. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know if, 
if student athletes are are really performing what they need to perform in order to to, to earn the monies. And so, can it can it be fixed? Uh, I do. I, I think it can be can be tweaked. Some of it, I think, Tom, will happen on its own. I think the market will correct itself. I think you'll see maybe business companies be more cautious about about providing monies to, to unproven, um, you know, um, commodities or, or, or student athletes, um, if, if I will. Um, I think you'll you'll see, you know, donors begin to be a little bit more cautious. I think that's going to take a little bit a little bit more time, but um, I, I do think it can be tweaked and that we can, we can, you know, um, reset or, or maybe not reset, but we can, we can get to a place where it's a little bit closer aligned to what it was, what it was intended. With the new big 12 that's coming in in, in a year, maybe two, who knows exactly when this is all going to mesh together. What kind of challenges does that present to you as as an athletic director the the, the challenges of the of the new schools coming in i, I apologize you, you broke up a little bit yeah the, the the new schools coming in a new look in the big 12 what kind of challenges does that propose to you yeah that's a that's an interesting question you know um and i don't know that i've ever maybe looked at it through through that lens necessarily i've, I've looked at and certainly thought about all of the all of the positives but i i think look Anytime you bring four, four new members into into your family, right? There's a there's a getting a, adjusted to and 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 you know how you how you work with with one another. There's certainly you know um, cost implications when you think about travel, and now we're traveling all the way to to to, to the East Coast or you know to to, to Florida to Orlando. And, um, we've now we've now extended our, our travel west to, to, to BYU, and so there's those things that 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 you know that you have to deal with, and, and are certainly a reality to it. I think um, you know the, the scheduling component piece and um, and how you do that, how we land on that for for football, for you know for men's and women's basketball, for all of our sports. You know what is what does that look like, particularly the the conference schedule. So those are those are some of the challenges, and um, you know we're in the process of of working through um, you know some of those. Uh, but um, you know again, I I, I reflect back and um, and I'm grateful to to Commissioner Bowlesby because um, reacting and, and adding those as, as quickly as we did. Um, I, I thought really helped to provide some some great momentum for the for the Big 12, and I think you know those those were the the, the very four best schools that that you could add, and and I think you know all of us could have could have made the argument that they were performing long before they they've joined the 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 uh, the, the Big 12. They they've been performing at a at a power five power five level. And so excited for them to, to, to join and, uh, you know, still working through it, but, but hopefully all four join in, in July of 2023. Mac, we've talked a lot about some of the, the new elements and transitions in sports. Another one on the horizon is streaming, the emergence of streaming and how it's coming to the forefront. Do you, can you see a point within maybe the next decade or so where schools like Baylor and, and across the nation in general will make the full transition to strictly streaming instead of traditional aspects? 
Yeah, that's a great, it's a, it's a fascinating question. And uh, I, I think, you know, first and foremost, I, I think there's always going to be a place for, for linear television. And so the, the actual, you turn to a station on, on direct TV or, or grande communications, right. And, and you're going to have a, a dedicated channel. And so I, I think that will, that will always uh, be, be present. And, and that's where, you know, when you think about the, the TV contracts and the, and the money, all of it, majority of it is, is, is tied to, to, to linear, linear television. Um, and, but, but I do think, you know, the, the digital space obviously is, is, has been gaining traction. And I think when you, when you see like Amazon get into, you know, college sports and, and potentially Apple, Apple TV, Obviously, you know, ESPN with ESPN plus and, and you know, in the, in the big 12 now um, with, with Amazon and, and Apple TV, you're starting to see that, that digital platform monetized. Um, and in, in my opinion, the first time that, that it's really uh, been monetized and, and, and there's this, this actual money value to it. And so I think that's going to continue to grow. And so when you, you think about the big 12 and, its new TV deal post 2025, I think it's going to be a combination um, of probably, you know, um, a couple different, you know, linear television providers, and then hopefully, you know, some, some, uh, some digital big time digital um, partnerships. um, When, when you think about, when you think about that space. Final thought for you, Mac, Uh, baseball uh, off a tough weekend in Morgantown. So, uh, this weekend at home, starting Thursday night, is going to be a big weekend against KU for Steve Rodriguez. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's been a season of, of ups and downs, and you know, um, sixteen and sixteen right now, five five hundred, and and uh, you know, Coach Rodriguez is a is a terrific, um, a, a great a, a great baseball coach, and um, you know, I, I think the team has has just. It, it, it hasn't found its groove. It, it hasn't found its rhythm yet. Hopefully, you know, we can, we can do that this, this upcoming weekend, but um, we'll, we'll continue, you know, that team is, as long as he's, he's coaching it, we'll continue to fight, fight, scratch and claw. And, um, you know, Steve has done a great job here as our, as our baseball coach and, and, um, and know that the, uh, the, the baseball program will, will, uh, It'll find its rhythm, and uh, it, it will certainly be uh, be really, really good in the in the future. Hey, thanks for your time. Uh, we we really appreciate it. And again, congratulations on the extension. We're excited for you and your family, and, and the direction for Baylor athletics. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate you guys having me on, and and uh, thank you all. Thank you for uh, for all you do for for Baylor athletics. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you. That's Mac Rhodes, uh, the uh, director of athletics at Baylor University with us here. It's 849. We're 11 away from 9 o'clock, and we, uh, we're back with more in just a moment. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bears softball on 101.3 FM. The Bears home for a pair of games this weekend at Getterman Stadium against Sam Houston State. Games Friday at 630 and Saturday at 2 for the Bears and the Bearcats from Getterman Stadium. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. Searching for fun ways to spend your tax return? 
boats for cats. Oh, flotation devices for cats. Don't waste it all on something silly. Spend smarter with Straight Talk. Get our Silver Unlimited plan for $45 a month with unlimited high-speed data and 5 gigs of hotspot data on the nation's largest, most dependable networks with nationwide 5G. If you're looking to get the most out of your refund, your search ends here. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. An 11-4 road loss at Texas State has dropped Baylor baseball to 500 on the season at 16-16. They try to improve on a 2-7 conference record on the road to Kansas starting Thursday. Weather canceled the game at Getterman Stadium for Baylor against Texas State. The next action for the softball team will be at home Friday and Saturday against San Houston State. The McLennan softball team has moved up to sixth in this week's JUCO national rankings. They put their 23-game winning streak on the line with a doubleheader on the road against North Central Texas today. The MCC baseball team hosts North Central Texas for a doubleheader starting at noon. They are ranked sixth in the latest poll by the National Junior College office. The Rangers lost to Colorado again 4-1. They take today off before starting a home series on Thursday against the Angels. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8.52, we got a little light rain falling, but hopefully things will clear out. Uh, McLennan Baseball is back in action. Uh, Mitch Thompson, who, by the way, won his 350th game the other day uh, as the head coach of the uh, Highlanders. Their, their club at 28-9-1, and and they're going to be taking on North Central College, North Central Texas College at Bosque River Ballpark. Doubleheader today at noon, and then a doubleheader on, uh, I believe, Friday at noon. Normally they play Saturdays, but because of the uh, Easter weekend, they're going to play Friday. So doubleheader today at noon in Waco, and then they'll go to Gainesville for a doubleheader on uh, on Friday. But uh, the Highlanders in first place, 28-9-1 and overall, and they're in action again today at uh, 12 noon at Bosque River Ballpark. All right. Uh want to remind you that the, uh, the big doings, big doings going on over at Morrison's Gifts. Uh, th- that's at... Uh, you know, that's at 4308 West Waco Drive, right down from uh, Jason's Deli. And uh, coming up on uh, April the 20th, a week from today, by the way, they're going to have the uh, the big Consuela Trunk Show. That's right. A, uh, a rep from Consuela is going to be there talking about all their bags and all that good stuff. And you can meet uh, the Consuela rep. Come by for for uh, drinks and, and, and snacks. I mean, you know, we, we may just run over there as a team for the drinks and snacks and hang, and hang out with Mark and talk baseball. So, uh, you, you know Mark played at McLennan, right? 
Did he? Yeah. 112 years ago when the baseball was square. But, uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Mark. But, anyway, uh, yeah, so you you can do that, uh, and that will be coming up April the 20th at uh, Morrison's Gifts. And, again, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. And uh, they'll have the uh, the big Consuela Trunk Show going on and all kinds of good stuff. That'll be Wednesday the 20th, and we'll give you more details as we roll along. All right, uh, 854. That is going to do it for us here on a, a uh, Wednesday. A lot of fun. And uh, we'll do it again in the morning at 7. John Morris is coming up at 3 today. Matt Mosley's at 4. And we're back in the morning at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas.